0: Welcome to Off Record On Point, the digital voice podcast unzipped. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the secret to being your authentic self. Rip off that mask with our special guest, Jack Ellis. This podcast will be brought to you every month by me, your host, Julia Linehan, founder and MD of the digital voice. And I'm always joined by my lovely co-host, Casey Long.
1: Thank you so much, Julia. Very excited to be here. And when we say unzipped, we mean it. We're covering a bit of industry gossip, but more importantly for the people that make it happen, when we say off the record, we mean it. We're unzipping sensitive issues and some hard to talk about topics. So if anything provokes any feelings, we've got a list of resources and links attached in the description for you.
0: Our very first guest. He is very special. This is going to be a very unique session. Jack, Ellis from Yahoo. I want you to introduce yourself to the listeners, the who, the where, the why, the how,
2: tell us all. Thank you very much. It's absolutely awesome to be here. appreciate you having me on. Episode one as well adds <laughs> quite a degree of Woo-hoo! pressure. You're um, special. I've been told I am special in the past. I'm not sure it's always been a compliment. I'm Jack, I'm 39, will be 40 in March. Um, I still don't feel like it, I still feel like 14 year old. And um, I work at Yahoo, coming up to a year. I've been in advertising for the past 20 years fell into various other jobs, eventually into advertising by accident and have loved it ever since. We love
0: that. I mean, I'm, I'm also a big fan of this industry and a long-term veteran mm. in it. So it's always good to hear that love, for it. <laughs> I know, I don't like to say how long. Joined as well, I'm delighted to have Casey Long, my co-host here. Say hello, Casey. Hello,
1: hello. Thank you.
0: So, Casey and I, when we were talking about this session and when we knew we had you joining us, Jack, we were looking at what do we want this session to really go into? This is the secret to you know being your authentic self, ripping off yeah. that mask. So I want to start with a really broad question. How have you embraced living your most authentic yeah. life?
2: It all started three years ago when I was diagnosed with ADHD. That is simply the answer to that question. I think that the short story. I think the long story of that is. I've been trying to find out why my brain didn't seem to function like everyone else's in the room and why I kept getting episodes of anxiety, mental health. And I just never got the answer. Talking to doctors, to people of faith, people of spirituality, whatever it might be, I would try and find an answer. Never got it. But uh, being diagnosed gave me the clarity, the right medication, help I needed. To finally know why all those noises and voices in my head are slightly different to usually to the room. That's just helped me to understand myself. And when I think when you really understand yourself truly, you can then start putting the right foot forward in, in how you can address your life and be authentic.
1: That's a really interesting answer, Jack. Thank you. So it sounded like there was a lot of highs and lows that you had there. You know, you talk about spirituality talk us through Mm. that and maybe share a little bit on how our listeners can climb back into a positive headspace if they're
2: experiencing those lows. Yeah, sure. I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? And I think now I can see it sort of when you get a diagnosis, quite often when I talk to other people who've been diagnosed with various neurodiverse conditions, it feels like they can look back at their life through a certain lens and sort of things start to make sense. The highs and lows I'm talking about are I mean, growing growing up in a single parent family had its challenges anyway. Um, There was a lot of exposure to drugs and sex and addictions and suicide and really heavy stuff that when I was really little, um, all the way through my formative years. So I used to think it was because of the nature that was why I was damaged, if you like. But actually, looking back now, quite a lot of it was nurture, the way my brain was. Actually, I think I've got that the wrong way around. But I think necessarily the way I was nurtured, just go through episodes of tried faith i tried medication i tried meditation i tried i tried various (laughs) avenues to try and get answers and i think that's synonymous with a lot of people like myself until they finally got the answer they need about 10 years ago so still way before diagnosis and understanding yet another episode couldn't carry on and that began i suppose the process of going through uh, cbt and antidepressants but it's still i was in and out of episodes because of course that's not what i needed which we know now. And then finally, three years ago, huge mental health crisis, panic attacks every day for a week, Um, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't go to work. And that's it, I decided that's it. That was a sort of breaking point. It really was. And I think we need to get to a point really where people aren't getting to crisis before they can get help. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where are you at now, Jack? How do you champion your neurodiversity? You're really comfortable
2: talking about it, which is
1: fantastic.
2: That championing is part of that is the branding thing. I think others have told me I'm a champion. Others have told me I'm an ambassador. Others have told me, you know, you're really good at speaking out. All I'm doing it really is just like speaking out about how, what why it means so much to me. I'm not really putting much effort behind it. It's just so natural. It flows out of me like clear water. Whether I talk to one person in the pub or a coffee shop or on a podcast or a webinar or a panel. It somebody ends up reaching out and going, Oh God, I didn't know this. We did a series of videos last October. Yeah. And somebody came and said, I've been diagnosed and you basically saved my life. This oh, stuff wow. I didn't do. That is, but I didn't do. yeah. I don't know yeah, about you, goosebumps. Casey, but I'm like, gee, that is
0: huge impact that you're having. Yeah. I mean, this is this is massive. It's why we wanted you to be our, our first guest, that feeling, that I sense your sense of freedom. You've jumped over and leaped forward. What does freedom look and sound and feel like for someone who's managing their neurodiversity?
2: often people say avoid labels, avoid medication, there's other ways. This is very unhelpful in the neurodiverse world specifically. So when you have that diagnosis or label, if you want to put it cynically, you actually can put step forward and have the backing of, you know, psychiatrists, psychotherapists, the NHS eventually when they hear that and see the reports. So once you've got that mandate, you have that clarity and you have that sense of understanding, you can then go forward and be really explicit with your, well, certainly at work. Definitely talk to the HR team. And then at home, we'll start with your nearest and dearest to start. Not everyone's sharing looks like mine. I'm, I've am i had quite a lot of people get in touch saying, hi, I have um, ADHD or suspected ADHD or autism or um which is something I closely relate with, by the way, um, and anxiety and depression, but I'm an introvert and I can't do that. It's like we haven't all got to play the same role. So freedom doesn't look like what I'm doing. What I'm doing is just playing my role and feels right to me.
1: Sounds like you, luckily, Jack, had an overall pretty positive experience. Um, how was that? Was everyone pretty receptive to it?
2: When I was diagnosed three years ago, it was a complete car crash because so yeah. they were definitely up because they wanted to get me help and I love those people for, forever it's lucky I guess because I have been in the world where they don't give a damn about that stuff yeah. and that's probably an age thing as well not just the, the industry but look I have been lucky I also have an amazing wife Liz I've been with you know and she really is a saint a lot of people say to me as a lot of people say to her and me how does she cope we've learned to turn that into our strength because as you now recognize uh, how much together how much I contribute to this family and how much happiness and joy I've It takes somebody to appreciate either way and it, we have to work at that together. So it's been, we're now talking about that together and want to share that as a couple so that people can understand how that works as well, which is really good. And I still feel like a baby in this space. There's so many people <laughs> um, that I know on LinkedIn now who are just already 10 miles ahead of me. Um, I've just been, I'm just going to drop in here a little clang, but- What did I, I think about-
0: sh- Branding yourself and hyping exactly. yourself. Exactly. The
2: title, I guess, is global co-lead because I'm working with an amazing woman called Irene at work, oh, nice. uh, who is already in that position. Came to me after a oh, month that's of being there, so and awesome. now they've got me through. But it's something that, again, you know, like the two other charities I'm ambassador for in NABS, and this can happen as well. You know, It's yeah, um, it's something I'm really honoured to be a part of. But um it's not really the title or the names or these things that it's matter. The to action. Me. It's what you it's the can action. do. Yeah, now. yeah. it's, it's, it's your passion so as well.
1: Though Jack, exactly. we have something that we. We do when we celebrate our personal wins at the digital voice and we call it snaps so we love to take a moment and i don't know if it's coming across I my clicking. mic but I can't we snap do
0: jack. snaps to celebrate
1: all of our personal wins so the thing we're insane i know i know that's just what we do though and maybe we are but um
2: yeah Sorry, i had to appreciate that thank you for the snaps you welcome
0: you mentioned family and it's our family and work there's two important aspects that really influence how how successful it can be to manage neurodiversity I love these sessions for inspiring people to put in place actions Mm. and I want to know Jack how do we create a new norm at work for
2: neurodiverse people how do we do it Yahoo is so forward thinking and not every workplace is and Yahoo has employment resource groups covering a multitude of different areas of culture and um, disability and all about inclusion. So I recognize that not all workplaces are that understanding or up to date yet or are still box ticking. Um, yeah. And so one ways we can do that is um, once you have your diagnosis, there's a real wind behind your back. You can start having that strength to say to HR, this is what I actually need. and Maybe others in the company have the same issue. Maybe we need to help them. we got a car recently uh, from the guys at Robinson Day. I noticed the sales exec had a Rubik's Cube fidget toy on his desk. Ooh. I asked him about it. He came out and said, yeah, I've got ADHD. My boss is super understanding of it. And now, this is the reality I wanted 20 years ago. But look at that. That's amazing. So I put Callum up on LinkedIn, shouted about him and his boss. This is what we need start with the personal adjustment, start with the self regulation, start taking in something that helps you keep your hands busy. That's why I always do keep your hands busy hashtag on a Sunday night on LinkedIn fidget toys for adults, it's okay. not just for kids. Yeah. You know, so start with your own self regulation then start the advances we're moving into an area where we're going to create sensory rooms at yahoo um where essentially you know some people's silence is deafening some people silence is a necessary critical environment so yeah you have to respect both sides for me silence is actually impossible environment to work
1: yeah (laughs) that's how i am as well jack
2: (laughs) but for some others that's it can be really distracting having any noise So um, for me, it can be an anxiety. I can have an anxiety attack if I don't, if it's silent. Too quiet. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So that's why we have to create sensory rooms to be sympathetic to a multitude. These are just some simple throwaway ideas. Start with yourself. And then if your company's up for it, maybe you could champion that.
1: That is fantastic. And that's wonderful that Yahoo's embracing it and pushing boundaries there in terms of companies that are actively doing something about that. And a really common misconception that When we spoke last, Jack, you rightly so pointed Mm. out people often confuse or not confuse but just Mm. don't understand the differences between mental health and
2: neurodiversity. Neurodiversity has often been bundled in with a mental health group. But where I would differentiate in some areas is that, you know, and to be respectful to a pure mental health um, group as well. The neurodiversity generally diagnosed um, uh, attributed to the diagnosed labels of things like ADHD, um, OCD, um, dyspraxia, autism. You know these are, um, if you like, disorders. They're potentially developmental disorders. They are um, conditions. If people don't like the word disorder, but essentially they're incurable. They are the state of the mind. It's um, how the mind grew physically uh, or developed. And this is something that can't be counseled or CBT'd away necessarily. Those symptoms can be alleviated through those things. But uh, um, I always talk about um, my wife, Liz. Again, we talk about this in in our world now because it's helpful to share. She's neurotypical. She had a really severe anxiety issue about five years ago. The NHS were wonderful with her. They correctly diagnosed this. They gave her antidepressants to cure that and uh, she just announced about six months ago oh by the way I stopped taking my antidepressants a little while ago and I, she doesn't have the issues she had and and it's that's amazing, amazing. That, that yeah that's a great story and so I try to for, for, in the spirit of balance I try to share those stories but for me Taking antidepressants was a nightmare. It caused way more mania, way more problems, way more impulse issues. So we have to sometimes separate the two. Anxiety and depression can come as a result of neurodiverse conditions, but it's not quite the same. So I think we should have a group and a space of people who are suffering from acute mental health issues that may be caused by bereavement or a job loss or financial issues. And neurodiversity is almost like a separate thing for hidden disabilities, potentially, in my mind. Someone out there may be shouting down the, computer right now going, you're wrong for this X, <laughs> Y, and Z. But so far, this is what I understand. You have your foot in the neurodiversity
0: camp as campus, a champion of that. But you also champion men's mental health. Uh, it's something quite close to my heart. I have a son and a daughter. And I've, I'm, I've worked with and have co-founded a lot of female groups within the community, within our industry. But I'm also Uh, Founded digital industry, lads and ladies And we found Mm. over lockdown That we were like putting more emphasis on Men, you need a community You need to be part of that I wanted to know from you Jack If you could share one message For the future generation of young men Or any men listening out there um, About mental health What would it
2: be? Picture I get I don't know about this toxic masculinity phrase uh, Potentially I wrestled with it a a lot over the years I think um, it's difficult So what I was focused on is really what I think um, can really damage men and various environments all the way through yeah, huge maybe potentially big muscles strong personality really aggressive whatever it is but yet crumbling on the inside um and i think there's a degree of the more i try and work on my bravado and they they're actually to the degree of how damaged their potential is inside um and actually a real Someone who's really sure of themselves probably doesn't need to put on that show, right? We know that. But that's why it's so important. Know people who have taken their own lives. I know um, uh, people who are still suffering hard, you know, and driving themselves into the ground because they cannot give up that show because they probably had that drill into them when they were young. Absolutely. So it's important. Yeah. I
0: think it really is. And as you said, there is, our industry especially has been sadly touched by male suicide way too much. So I want to wrap up actually, and we're going to come on to something a bit lighter to finish, Mm. but this is is really important, Jack. I want to know if you could share some resources with our listeners. Um, The great organisations you could work with, outlets that are out there for people, if they've got more questions want to be educated or just need help themselves where do they go yeah
2: I went to so many resources I went to counsellors like through the yellow pages went to whoever I needed and like, first things first is talk to someone you trust you're not someone who's just going to go ah it's fine you know like talk to someone who really listens and loves you and understands you talk to your doctor get several opinions you know um don't just give up because I was given the wrong... So I think that my journey is what I'm telling you here. So that will help people. The one thing we don't have a lot of us ADHD is, is, is a lot of patience and, yeah. you know, like st- stamina with these things. It's like, come on, get to the point. That yeah. took me years. So if you don't get the help and antidepressants didn't work, maybe then it's time to seek out a psychiatrist. That can be quite expensive. But what I would say is invest in your mind because it's really yeah. the start of everything. So, So, so doctor, psychiatrist... Um, if you believe in new new and someone you love, but then the okay. charities and resources, I think if you're in media, like we are, we, we are NAB. used to be Julia, yeah. Yeah. Nabs, yeah. go to NABs, you know, they help you with a variety of things. Look up, this can happen. It's an okay. amazing movement um, run by Archie and Zoe Sinclair. I'm one of the ambassadors there. Amazing team across, not just media, by the way, that's all, workplace mental health champions in all variety of industries. So check those out. And personally, on the ADHD one, I really enjoy I Have ADHD podcast with Kristen Carter. Carter. Lovely, nice.
0: brilliant. But well, those are four great resources, and thank you so much. Thank but you, Casey. We're, I'm gonna have some fun with Jack now. We did, we normally do, we oh either do, boy. uh, as this is going to be the secret <laughs> service round. You've got one minute, freeze quick, yourself Jack. <laughs> quick fire questions, you have two seconds to answer each question. Are you ready, Jack Ellis? Oh no, I hate this anxiety. <laughs> I'll do my best. I try to be very good care of you. Here we go, three. Two, one, which game show featured the animated golden robot called Mr. Chips?
2: Oh, catchphrase.
0: Correct. If you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? Oh, no.
2: Rumpelstiltskin, how bad.
0: (laughs) I'm going to throw curveballs in here. Who's going to buy who this year in our industry? Oh, Oh my God.
2: Uh, Apple's Um, going to buy everyone. I love it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Another silly question. What is a good spy code name for you? I'll be I'd be um 070 because I get the numbers all mixed up. Love it. This
0: is the year of complete that
2: statement. Neuro inclusion. Is that a buzzword? It.
0: No, it's not. well, it's one that should be, it should be that. What has been your favorite age so far?
2: <laughs> it is this one. I'm gonna say this one right now.
0: Right now, right here, right now. Brilliant. Right here. Person that. in our
2: industry, Jack, who most inspires you? Um, Jim Holder, uh, who's chief editor over at Haymarket Automobiles. So like yeah. he is, I've worked in the car advertising world a long time. So many egos, so much bravado, all the things we talked about. Jim is one of the nicest, humblest, but most knowledgeable, excellent people I know. Lovely. Worthy of a shout-out. Wonderful. Number eight. Here we go. What item is worth spending more money on? You recently got one of those above-ground pools in the garden, so I'm oh, buying all the accessories. You, all in this
1: it. heat wave, couldn't have picked at the time. But
2: I'm He's going got... over the top.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your hidden talent?
2: Oh, my God. Um... I think it's become more hidden, but I'm a bit of a musician. I used to write songs. Ah, so I did oh. a bit on LinkedIn back in the pandemic. I was doing a few Erases covers.
0: Oh, if I'd known that, I'd have said, sing me your first line <laughs> of your favourite song, but I haven't got that one here. <laughs> Ready, finish this phrase. The way to my heart is food (laughs) last three questions here we go what area
2: of ad tech is on the up and up now the cookie has been pushed back and identities at the fore is it is the platforms i'm not i'm not just saying that because i work for one but i think the world is getting sucked into platforms and i think it's becoming making life a lot easier for people
0: brilliant thank you last two what never fails to make you laugh
2: cat videos Oh, so true I watched them this morning Before this podcast I sat at my kids Show them my latest Favourite TikToks There are some hilarious ones
0: Finally, your biggest
2: tip For achieving good mental health Keep busy I think is the short one I think always have something In your mind Keep mindful Not just mindfulness But mindful of things That make you happy And keep you busy Don't stop and dwell For too long all the time It's good to reflect But also get up and go again Brilliant. And get a dog. I get a I get
1: going to <laughs> yeah. agree with that. I've you? just <laughs> done it. I've got Angie at home. And even if she wakes me up at 4.30 in the morning, there's a lot of love. Oh. And she definitely keeps me busy. Oh, blessed. and has have been named Good Vibe Director at the Digital Voice.
2: So that's how uh, we're picked <laughs> up people that. over here. Thank you.
0: Jack Ellis from Yahoo. You have been amazing. Thank you from me. Our
2: Thank first guest. we get some snaps for that? Thank
0: first you. Guest.
2: Any snaps? Snaps for our first <laughs> guest. <laughs> yes.
0: Our big shout producer Kalia in the background. He's working her magic behind this. Thanks, Kalia. We're excited to share this. Thank you, everybody involved. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jack Ellis. And you have been listening to another episode of Off Record, On Point with the Digital Voice Podcast Unzipped. And it's a goodbye from me, Julia Linehan. From me, Casey Long. From me, producer, Kalia Bellamy. You can still stay connected with us after this episode. Join us, follow us, love us across all the social platforms. Just look out for the Digital
1: Voice. See you on the next episode of Off Record, On Point, the Digital Voice Podcast Unzipped.